Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, grace and peace, beloved God. This is Pastor Ziza Morrison, and we are saying a good God bless you. And a good morning. We're here once again to give God glory, honor, and praise. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we'll rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. I want to thank and praise God for all of you, our faithful prayer partners who have been with us uh, all these years. I like to say all these years, God has been good to us. God has been faithful. God has been just, and he's been God kind. He is not a failing God. Hallelujah. Sometimes you all know I like to sing that song. My mother used to sing that song when I was coming up. He's not a failing God. Hallelujah. I don't know if y'all know that. (laughs) My mother used to sing that song. He's not a failing God. Hallelujah. He's not a failing God. For I have tried him for myself. Hallelujah. He's not a failing God. Yes, God. He's not a failing God. Thank you, Jesus. For I have tried him for myself. Thank you, Jesus. My mother used to walk around the house, not not just on Sunday mornings. I was going to say on Sunday mornings, but not just on Sunday mornings, singing that song. And I know it to be true. He's not a failing God. Hallelujah. And we bless his name today. We give him glory, honor, and praise. If this is your first time joining us, I'm saying praise the Lord. It's my prayer that as this may be your first time joining us, that it will definitely not be your last time joining us. You can meet us here. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning for prayer. We're saying praise the Lord for those of you that are on the phone line this morning. Praise the Lord. God bless you. I see it, see it, see it. Thank you for being with us. We're saying praise the Lord to those of you that are watching us by way of Facebook and YouTube and those of you that are listening on the podcast this morning. This is the voice of Pastor Jesus Morrison, and uh, I am saying welcome to the Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. I am looking forward to seeing all of you, our uh, precious prayer partners, uh, who will join us this Saturday, on Saturday, October the 23rd in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, at our Pray Girl prayer gathering. Good morning, Sister Olivia. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being with us this morning. Um, those of you who have made your plans and are coming, and those of you, I see some of you have been on the fence. Yesterday, we had about 15 people register. <laughs> I said, I guess they were just waiting to see if they were really going to come or not. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you decided to join us. I'm glad you decided to join us. So make your plans and make your preparations to be with us. All right? All right, all right, all right. We're starting right You all know this. We're starting right at 9 a.m. Registration opens at 8 o'clock. If you come there at 9.15, you'll probably have have missed the whole thing, all right, because we're going to be starting right on time. Do me a favor, those of you that are watching, I see it's just a few of you on this morning so far. Go ahead and hit hit those hearts for me. Everybody just tap those hearts um, and go ahead and share. Share, hit hit that share button. Go ahead and say praise the Lord, those of you that are on. Let me know who's watching this morning. Tell me your city and your state. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Go ahead and just say uh, praise the Lord and uh, let us know what city and state you're watching from. I want to talk about uh, prophetic timing. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, Sister Neil. I, I saw your beautiful picture yesterday. Oh, it was so beautiful. So beautiful. I want to talk about prophetic timing this morning. Good morning, Lady Sam. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's talk about prophetic timing. I have a couple of verses that I want to read with you this morning, and we're going to get out of here. Praise the Lord, Sister Deborah. There it is. There is everybody. There you go. There you go. Come on. Say praise the Lord. What city and state you're watching from? Good morning. Sarah's in Vegas. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. That means she hasn't been to sleep. <laughs> a couple scriptures I want to read. I want to read um, Matthew. Well, I want to read, I'm going to read Ecclesiastes chapter 3. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I think I'm going to read Ecclesiastes 8. I want to read Matthew chapter 11. And if you're new and you're saying, well, I thought this is prayer, <laughs> 
Let me tell you something about prayer. I'm going to tell you how prayer works. God only responds to his word. Somebody write that down. God only responds to his word. Good morning, good morning, Pastor Richard. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Brother Johnson. I see you, I see you. Jamie, good morning. Can't wait to see you. You all make sure you come and speak to me, all right? Why do we take the time in the morning if this is a prayer call? If this is a prayer call, why do we take the time? Why do we take the time to 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 lay foundation with scripture? Because God He doesn't respond to our feelings. He gives us an instruction. He said, I will hasten to perform my word. I will hasten. I will move quickly to perform my word. So the way we get things done on earth is that we have to pray the word of God. And as we pray on earth, it will be will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But we've got to know what his will is in order to pray effectively. Somebody say amen right there. So if you are connected to this ministry and you're saying, why does she take so much time to teach the word of God? Because that's the only way we're going to get our prayers answered. We have to know what God says, and we say back to him what he has said to us, and then he's made us a promise that he will hasten to perform his word. Is that all right this morning? Is that, is that all right? So that's why we take the time to pray. That's why we take the time to, to, to read the scripture. All right. So what did I say? I'm going to go to Matthew 11. Amen. Amen. Y'all got that? I see y'all getting that. All right. So let's see what he says. Let's go to Matthew 11 and then Ecclesiastes 3. Excuse my 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 little stuff is drained. I hate that sound. It's so It's so disgusting. So I'm sorry about that. All right. I'm just going to read one verse so we can get into it. And uh, Matthew 11 and 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Somebody say take it by force. I didn't stop to see what the what my uh, New Living Translation says. Let me see how the New Living Translation. I just want to see. I'm curious. I didn't look that up. Let me see. Uh, let's see what the New Living says about it. Matthew what 11 and 12. Let's see what the New Living has to say about it. And from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been. Oh, this is good, y'all forcefully advancing, forcefully advancing, forcefully advancing, and violent people are taking it. That's good. The kingdom of God has been forcefully advancing. All right. Now, I want to read uh, Ecclesiastes 3, and then we're going to get into this. Ecclesiastes 3. And we're going to read, well, we know this, to every time, to everything there is a season. Somebody say season. Somebody say season. Somebody say season. To everything there is a season. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you this morning, you have got to know what season you are in in your life. You've got to know what season God has placed you in. For those of you that have been connected to this ministry for a while, you know I tell you all the time, sometimes God will have you in a season of intense prayer and consecration. And then there's other seasons that you don't watch this. It's not the time for that because you need your physical strength to, to, uh, to, 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 to do and to execute. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You need your strength to execute what he has given you during your time of prayer and fasting. So you are in consecration, but you really should be working. Does that make sense? 
And so you have to know what season you are in. Somebody say, Lord, help me to know my season. Help me to know my season. So to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven, a time, a time, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which was planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Somebody say, you got to know what time it is. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on. Somebody say, Lord, help, help me to know what time it is. Am I, watch this. Should I be, should I be pulling away in this season? Is this the season where I should be breaking down some things? Or is this the season where I should be building up some things? Lord, help me to understand the prophetic timing of my life. Is this the time where I should be walking alone? What time is it in my life? Am I in, am I in harvest season? Is it time to harvest? Or is it time for me to plant? Is it time for me where I should be looking for people and expecting people to help uh, me build what God has given me, or is this the time that I should be helping somebody else build what God has given them to do? You've got to know what prophetic timing you are in in your life. All right. Let me let me let me finish this. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones. A time to gather stones together. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to make silent, and a time to speak. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. You got to know when you're supposed to be talking, and you got to know when it's time for you to close your mouth. Come on. This is, this is so good. This is so good. A time to love and a time to hate, a time to war and a time of peace. We'll, we'll just we'll just we'll just stop there because it, it it goes on, but it's 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 really good. Good morning, Reverend Reverend Tamikia. So the Bible says that the kingdom advances forcefully. The Bible says the kingdom advances forcefully. In other words, God wants us to forcefully listen to me. God wants us to forcefully lay hold of the things that God has given us. Somebody say forcefully. This cannot be the season. I don't know all the seasons that you're in or what season you're in, but what I do know is this is not the season for you to be timid. Why? Because you've gone through too much and you know too much. God has given you too much, and there is much required out of you. And so because of what you have been given, because of what you have experienced, because of what God has placed inside of you, and because of the expectation that God has of you, this is not the season for you to be timid in what God has put in your hand. This is the time for you to forcefully advance. Somebody say forcefully advance. This is not the season. Can I help somebody? This is not the season for you to apologize for who you are. This is not the season for you to apologize for your strength. This is not the season for you to apologize for the anointing that is upon your life. This is not your season for you to apologize for being an outspoken person. Some people can't deal with people that's outspoken. I don't know if my sister is on this morning. If she is, she'll, she'll send me a message. My sister Caressa, Caressa is outspoken. And listen, you got to be ready for her when she comes because she coming with it every single time. She not going to hold her tongue. She not... <laughs> She's she not gonna care about how it come out. She's not gonna care. She's not gonna care. That's that's the way God made her. And so this is not the season. Watch this for you to apologize for the way God made you. Somebody say I'm not apologizing anymore. Come on, somebody say that. 
Somebody say, I'm not, I'm not apologizing that I'm intelligent. I'm not apologizing that I'm articulate. I'm not apologizing uh, that I'm beautiful. I'm not apologizing that I'm strong. I'm not apologizing anymore because this is the season that God has called me to advance forcefully. Somebody say, that's good right there. And so what is the kingdom? Give me a moment to, to lay this real quick for you. Go ahead and hit those hearts, everybody. Go ahead and, and hit those hearts. Hit, uh, 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 tap to agree. I heard somebody say that. If you agree, tap. Tap to agree. Tap to agree. Uh, and so what is the kingdom? And the Bible is talking about the kingdom. Let me help you real quick. The kingdom is the realm where Jesus rules. Watch this. But it is also the realm where his word is obeyed. Somebody write that down. The kingdom is the realm where the word of God is obeyed. So we cannot say that we are in the kingdom of God, nor can we operate in the authority of God if we do not obey his word. Because in the kingdom, that's where Jesus rules. So watch this. What he says goes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What he say goes. That's why we got to know his word so we can pray his word because, because what he says is what he will do. Have I not said it? <laughs> will I not do it? Hallelujah. Isn't that what he said, y'all? Come on, brothers and sisters. And so uh, the kingdom, the kingdom, somebody say the kingdom. The kingdom requires a forceful attitude to obtain God's promises. If we are going to obtain God's promises for our lives, if we are going to obtain the promises that God has for our children, somebody say we have to have a kingdom attitude. Father, I pray this morning that you would grant your people a kingdom attitude. And so it requires a forceful attitude to obtain God's promises. It's just like this. It's just like your husband gives you, buys you a new car, and he sets the, the key on the kitchen table, and you've got access to the car, but you will never be able to drive the car unless you get the key. And so our attitude is like us grabbing that key and obtaining the promise. You have, the promises have been given. It is our responsibility to obtain the promise. Somebody say, I'm getting everything that belongs to me. Somebody say, I'm getting everything that belongs to me. And so we have to, so, so every advancement of the purpose of God encounters resistance. So, so let me help you with this verse. So the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken by force. The, that, that B clause, the violent taken by force, that's talking about uh, evil spirits, evil people, pe spirits, people who are not in the kingdom of God. What the text says is that evil people attempt to take it from us. Spirits try to take from us. The violent take it by force. They try to take what God has given us. They try to take it by force. I want you to be clear on, on what that scripture is saying. And so here, what I want you to be clear about is that every uh, advancement of the purpose of God encounters resistance. Somebody say resistance from spiritual powers. So there are demonic forces that are resisting, resisting you, resisting your breakthrough, resisting your increase, resisting your healing. Resi That's why we, the Bible says, we suffer violence. Come on. We suffer violence because the enemy is fighting against us. Are, are you hearing me this morning? Come on, y'all. Are, are, are you hearing me? The, 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 the enemy is violently fighting against you. That's why as he is violently fighting against you, you have to have an attitude that, that, that says, I'm going to get my stuff. Come on. Come on. Come on. And so let's, let's talk about very quickly 
and we're going to pray. Let's talk about understanding prophetic seasons. Somebody put that in the screen for me. Understanding prophetic seasons. So the Bible tells us that to everything there is a season. Everything. Everything. Listen, it's not going to last always. It's just the season. You may be in your weeping season today. Hallelujah. But joy is coming. I need somebody to say joy is coming. Come on, Zion. I need somebody to say, but joy is coming. Hallelujah. You may, hallelujah, be in your low season right now. Hallelujah. But your breakthrough is coming. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Let me let me get out of that. Let me stick to my notes here. So the Bible says that to everything there is a season for and a time, a time for every purpose. So everything that God has purpose for you to do. There is a time for that. So listen to me very clearly. It may not be your time right now, but your time is coming. Yeah, come on. Come on. Somebody hear me this morning. I said it may not be your time. It may not be your time to be in the front right now, but your time is coming. It, it, it may not be your time right now to lead, but your time is coming because every purpose that God has for you, he has a sign and a time to it. So it's just like when I was younger and I was first called into the ministry and God showed me, I saw it in a dream, a vision. I, God, I could see it as clear as day and people would begin to prophesy to me. And, and prophesy everything that I'm doing now, traveling and preaching and, and going across, uh, going to other countries and doing conferences and doing television and, and books, all these things. When I was just, and in my early days, I would cry out to God, when you said that this was going to happen, when is this going to happen? And, and I was anxious because I would see other people doing the things that God had said that I was going to do. But listen to me clearly, it wasn't time yet. Hallelujah. God God had a purpose for me, but I had to wait. Watch this. I had to wait until my time met my purpose. And when, when time meets purpose, then they collide and they create destiny. Hallelujah. So now I am walking into my destiny because my time has met my purpose. I want to encourage you this morning, brothers and sisters, that sooner or later, hallelujah, your time is going to meet your purpose. And when your time meets purpose, you're going to have a destiny collision. Oh, the Holy Ghost is teaching us this morning. Somebody say a destiny collision. And when we have that destiny collision, your tears will be worth it all. The pain, the pain is going to be worth it all. The disappointment is going to be worth it all. Yeah, come on, Zion. Yeah, the rejection is going to be worth it all. I just need you to wait. Somebody say, Lord, help me to wait just a little while longer until my time meets my purpose so that I can walk fully in my destiny because, see, God will give you a glimpse of it. He'll He'll show you a little bit of it. He'll, he'll give you just a little inkling of, of what he wants you to do. Uh, Robin, he'll, he'll show you that, that catering business. He'll, he'll show you that brick and mortar business. He, but then what you don't really know is that you'll have a, a household name. He doesn't show you all of it. He just shows you enough to, 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 to take it, to, to say, I'm going for it. He, he gives you enough to say, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to stop here. Watch this. I'm not going to stop here because God showed me something and this ain't it. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody say, God showed me something, but this ain't it. Who is that this morning that said, yeah, God showed me some things, and, and I know things look a little better right now, but baby, this ain't it. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still waiting on God to do more for me. And so what is a season? A season is an appointed time. It's a period during which conditions, it's a period during which conditions for certain actions. So, so when we're talking about a season, in seasons, you're supposed to do certain things. So, so when it's winter outside, come on, when it's winter and 
you know, for those of us that live in snowy, snowy, in snowy regions, you know, we look at people like they're crazy when they come to the store in, in shorts and flip-flops because it ain't, it ain't the season for that. Somebody say it ain't the season for that. Come on. Come on. It ain't this, it ain't the season for that. So so you you over here trying to trying to uh be famous, but it ain't the season for that. It's the season for you to be quiet. Come on, y'all don't want to hear the Lord this morning. Come on, we're talking about prophetic season, prophetic timing. You over here wanting to be in the forefront, but it ain't the season for that. It's the season for you to pull away so you can write your book. See, we, we want to be in the season where, you know, everybody see all my pictures and everything I do, I'm putting it on Facebook and every picture I take, I want everybody to see. But he said, no, it's not the season for that. He said, come away because I got a book inside of you and the time you're wasting watching other people's lives, the time you're wasting watching other people doing what, they, what they're doing and living their life, that's the time you're supposed to be writing your book. He said, it ain't the season for that. Come on, is somebody helping you this morning? Come on, the Lord is helping us. The Lord, the Lord is helping us. And so when it's a season, it, it, it calls for a particular action. Seasons call for certain actions. And so you've got to know what action the season that you are in requires. Come on, Ayana. Come on. Come on. It ain't the season for that. <laughs> it, 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 it ain't the season for a whole bunch of friends. It ain't the season for you to be shopping all the time with Amazon Prime. It's not the season for that because you said you wanted to move. You said you wanted to buy a house. You said you wanted to clean up your credit. So it's not the season every time your friends go, go out to eat after church. It's not the season for that. You can say, I can't go today. I'm not going right now. I'm saving. I'm doing I'm in the season of saving. I'm in the season of building. Come on, somebody. Somebody. It ain't the season for that. So whatever season that you are in right now, you have to adjust accordingly. Somebody say, Lord, help me to adjust accordingly. Come on, is this helping somebody this morning? And so you have to watch this. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So you have to recognize the season. Watch this. Let me help you. And you have to cooperate with the timing. Somebody write that down. There's two things we have to do and with our prophetic season. One is we have to recognize the season. Is this the season for me to be quiet? Is this the season that I should be writing? Is this the season that I should be building? Is this the season that I should be saving? Is, is this the season that I should be in a relationship, or is this the season I should be building a relationship with myself? you got to know what season you're in. Come on. And then... What you have to do is when you, once you recognize the season, is this helping anybody? Come on, give me some hearts. Come on. Once you recognize the season, good morning, Pastor Naya, then you have to cooperate with the timing. Somebody said, Lord, I want to cooperate with the timing. Watch this, because I don't want to get ahead of God. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. It's not that God didn't want you to do what you did. The problem was that you did it at the wrong time. Come on. Come on. It, it wasn't a problem in what you did and in how you did it because it was his purpose for you. But it's not that it wasn't God's purpose. The question is, was it his timing? And when the timing is off, oh, come on here. When the timing of a thing is off, then things start. It's, it's, it's chaotic. Things are, and you're saying, God, but I know this is what you wanted for me. And he's saying, yes, it is what I wanted for you, but it wasn't the time for it. You've got to be sensitive to know the purpose of God and the timing of God for your life so that you can be in God's divine will and operate in God's divine timing for your life. We're talking about prophetic seasons this morning. And so watch this. Everything must be balanced. Somebody say that. Everything, we're getting ready to go. Everything must be balanced. Say that with me. Everything must be balanced in your life. It's love and war. It's hate and, and, and it's, 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 it's love and hate. It's war and peace. It's, it's building, it's tearing down. So you have to have a balance in your life to balance out the things that God has given you. Amen? 
And then uh, let me let me skip these points and let me get let me just get to this last point and then we're going to we're going to pray. So we're talking about prophetic timing. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, but violent people. The Bible says that violent people try to take it. That's what that's what that verse is saying. Like, right good morning, fans. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And so we have to face. Listen to me, listen to me. In order for us to effectively operate in God's divine purpose and timing for our lives, we have to face our own struggles. We have to face our own shortcomings. We have to face our own strongholds. Is, is, is that helping somebody? And what is a stronghold? If you've been with this ministry for any amount of time, you know what a stronghold is. A stronghold is a fortified position. It's a, it's a way of thinking. Come on. It's a system of thinking that is contrary to the word of God. A stronghold, write this down, a stronghold. When we talk about casting down strongholds, is this helping anybody this morning? When we talk about strongholds, strongholds is a way of thinking that is contrary to the word of God. So it's, you have a stronghold in your mind when you believe that, that you cannot achieve something, when you think that God is not for you, when you think that you are subserving it to other people, when you when you think that you were just born that way and there's nothing that you can do about it. It is a stronghold in your life. It is a way of thinking. It is a systematic way of thinking that is contrary to the word of God. And God wants us, watch this, to tear down every stronghold. Come on. Somebody say, I'm going to tear it down. I'm tearing down every stronghold. A stronghold, it's, it's a home of lies, a web of lies. It is, it is a place of demonic spirits. It's, it's a place where, where spirits live and operate in the, the lie that you have come into agreement with about yourself. This can never happen for me. God will never do this for me. That's a stronghold in your life. And so we have to be able to, because it's, it's, it is violently fighting against us. It is violently fighting against our purpose. It is violently fighting against what God has given us. It is violently fighting against our destiny, but we've got to fight back. Come on, somebody say, I'm fighting back. Somebody say, come on, come on, I'm fighting, I'm fighting back. I'm fighting back. And so, and so in Joshua, I skipped this. this was, I was I'm going to say this earlier, but I didn't have time, but I want to talk about it. Remember uh, in, in, in Joshua, in, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, in Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy. Remember in Deuteronomy what God says to Joshua? He says, listen, you all have been around this mountain long enough. In other words, he was saying to them that the, the mountain, the mountain, listen to me, the mountain represents the purpose and the original plan of God. And so what God was saying when he said, you've been around this mountain long enough, he was saying that it's time to change the season. It's time to change what you have been doing. It's time for something else. It's time for you, watch this, it's time for you to change your mentality. The, 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 it, it's not, watch this, that what God has for you is being held up, is that it, God can't get it to you because you refuse to change your mind about what God said you can have. And instead of coming into agreement with it, you keep fighting against it, allowing the stronghold in your mind to fight against what God said. And so God says, listen, you've been around this mountain long enough. In other words, you've been dealing with this long enough. You've been standing here long enough. You've been, you've been weighing between two opinions long enough. Watch this. You've been indecisive long enough. It's time for you to make a decision and get what I told you you can have. Woo, come on. This, is, this thing is blessing me. I need, I need to calm down this morning. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. So, so where I was going with that was like, so when he says, 
that you've been around this mountain long enough. In other words, what he is saying is that you've been around this pattern. You've been, some of us are stuck in a pattern. It's not, that, it's not that change isn't coming to you, but God can't get it to you because you keep doing the same thing. And so if I wake up today, watch this, if I wake up today and I think the way I thought yesterday, I feel the way I thought yesterday, and I do what I did yesterday, then essentially, listen to this, essentially I am living in the past. Forget it. Forget about it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are you are you hearing what the Lord is saying this morning? See, see, we are we 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 today is what is today? Today is uh uh Thursday, October twenty first. Right? Yesterday was Wednesday, October twentieth. But some of you are still going to be in your yesterday because you're going to think the way you were thinking yesterday. You're going to do everything you did yesterday. You're going to feel the same way you felt yesterday. Everything you do today is going to be like yesterday, and it's going to be like the day before yesterday, and then the day before that, and then the day before that. So essentially, you are living in your past. God says, you've been doing this too long. You've been around this mountain long enough. I don't want you living in your past. I want you to live in your future today. Come on, I'm getting off my notes, but let me let's let's go down that road real quick. How do I live in my future today? Let me help you. The way you live, come on, y'all, light up those hearts. The way you live in your future today is that you don't wait until today until you start uh, feeling like you would feel when you know you have it tomorrow. You start feeling like it today. You start talking like it today. You start walking like it today. Your body starts responding to what you're thinking and your heart of gratitude because you can, oh, watch this, you can only be grateful for something that you have. So gratitude is a signal that I already have it. Gratitude is another way of operating in faith because the only thing that moves God is faith. And faith says, I have it now. I may not see it, but I know that I have it. And the way I operate that is with a heart of gratitude because gratitude says it's already in my hand. So if I live in gratitude and if I talk like I have it, then I am living in my tomorrow today. Come on here, Holy Ghost. Woo! I need to calm down. Let me, let me, let me, let me calm. Did that help somebody? Come on, did that did that just help somebody? Did that did that just help somebody? And so here, and so here, we've got to we've got to break these patterns. We've got to break patterns of sin. We've got to break patterns of failure. We've got to break patterns of immaturity. Somebody say grow up. Somebody say, somebody say, grow up. And so we have these patterns of sin where, where we believe the lie of the devil. Uh, we, we, we are unable to change, and we have repetitive sin. God says, God says, by this, by this time, by now, you ought to be teaching others, but you still need others to teach you. It's time for us to grow up. Watch this. And so we have, watch this, patterns of sin, and then we have patterns of childishness. <laughs> Somebody say, Lord, help us today. God's going to help us, y'all. He's going to help us. And what are these patterns of child? Oh, we got to pray. Jesus is late. What are, what are patterns of childishness? What is the, I, t- I told you, uh, I believe it was, maybe it was last week, I said that there are some things that we can pray away, but then there's other things that we have to put away. So, so what did Paul say? Paul said, but when I became a man, what did he say, y'all? I put away childish things. There are some things that we are praying and asking God to take away from us. But, but it, it, it's not a prayer issue. It's not a prayer matter. It's not something that we, could, we should pray away. It is something that we put away. Because as a grown man, as a grown woman, there are some things that God don't need to do for you. There are some things you do for yourself. Because when I became a man, I put away childish things. Come on. Is that helping somebody this morning? 
Is that is that helping somebody? I put away childish things. So we've got to put away in our in our time when we recognize our time, when we recognize our season, we've got to put it away. And so watch this when I'm when I'm talking about patterns of childishness, what am I saying? I'm saying a person who remains irresponsible, a person who is mature immature instead of growing up. Come on. Come on. Come on. God says you've been around this mountain. You've been in, watch this, you've been in this season. You've been in this season of immaturity long enough. You've been in this season of childishness long enough. You've been around this mountain long enough. You've been in this mindset long enough. There's seasons that you're missing out on. There's opportunities that you're missing out on because you refuse to change. But this morning, come on, let's pray. This morning, we're coming to God. Somebody just in the comment section, somebody said, Lord, help me to identify my season. Lord, help me to identify the season that I am I am in. Lord, help me to adjust to the timing of my season. Come on. Come on. Let's just pray. Jesus, we love you. You are amazing. Hallelujah. And we bless you. You are wonderful. You are mighty. There is no God but you. And we thank you. We thank you, Father. Because we know that as far as the east is from the west, you have thrown our sins into the sea of forgetfulness to be remembered again no more. You are wonderful. We are undeserving of what you have done for us. It is you who makes us deserving because we are your righteousness. The blood, the blood of Jesus makes us right and it makes us righteous. It gives us the access to come boldly, hallelujah, before your throne of grace. And so here we are. Here we are, Father. We are here because we want to recognize the seasons that you have for us. We are here because we want to recognize the timing of those seasons. Many of us are off schedule. Many of us have wasted time. Many of us have lost time. Many of us uh, are, are off the, are not where we should be on your timetable. Our prayer this morning, Father, is that you would concentrate the time, that you would catch us up, and that you would put us where we should be. Father, we don't want to miss another season. We don't want to miss another opportunity. Father, we don't want to stay in the season of sin. We don't want to stay in the cycle of sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, grant unto us wisdom and revelation and understanding and insight. Help us to identify the error of our ways so that we can progress in you. We know, Father, that your kingdom is advancing, and we want to advance in our own life. We don't want to be stuck. We don't want to be stagnant, and we don't want to be left behind. But wherever you are, we want to be, and we want to be where you would have us to be. We don't want to be over there, and we don't want to be behind there, and we don't want to be over there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for wisdom. We pray for discernment. We pray, God, for accuracy in our spirit, man, Father, that our actions and our decisions would come into divine alignment for your timing, your purpose, and your season for our lives. Father, we put away childish things today. We put away childish behaviors today. We put away childish mindset and childish ideas. Father, we put them away. We don't want to wait until you rebuke us. and We don't want to wait until you correct us. and We don't want to wait until you convict us. Father, we make a decision today to put it away. Somebody say, put it away. We are ready to move on. 
Father, because we've been around this mountain long enough. We've been in this way long enough. We've been down this path long enough. Father, we've been dealing with this insanity long enough. We are ready to move onward and forward. Hallelujah, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would prepare us for that which you have prepared for us. Father, I thank you that Jesus said to his disciples that that a place of greatness, uh, he said, God, to Thomas, he said to the brothers at the table, when they asked him, when they asked him if they could sit on his right hand and on his left, he said, it is not for him to, it is not his to give, but it is to those to whom you have prepared them for. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would prepare us for that which you have waiting for us. Prepare us for greater. Prepare us for, for the advancement. Prepare us for expansion and prepare us for elevation. Prepare us for increase. Prepare us for promotion. Prepare us for influence. Prepare us for leadership. Prepare us for abundance. Prepare us for marriage. Prepare us for parenting. Prepare us, Father, in the name of Jesus, that which you have given us. We ask, Father, that you would prepare us because your blessings will only be released upon those who are prepared. So, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will allow us to enter into our season of divine preparation. Prepare us for the ministry. Prepare us for the business. Prepare us, prepare us, prepare us today. Father, we're praying today in the name of Jesus, prepare us for that which is seen and that which is unseen. There are things that are coming down the line that we don't know about, Father. We don't want to be caught off guard, so we ask in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would prepare us, help us not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, but allow us to be sensitive in the realm of the spirit for that which is coming against us. Help us to be sensitive in the realm of the spirit for that which is warring against us. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would war against everything that is warring against us. We pray, God, that you would fight against everything that is fighting against us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that I season of rejoicing is here. We thank you, God, that our season of dancing is here. We thank you, God, that our season of stability is here. We thank you that our season of increase is here. We thank you that our season of greater is here. We thank you, God, that our season of dancing is here. We thank you that our season has changed. We thank you that you've allowed us to stand in our season of weeping. We were in our season of isolation. We were in our season of rejection. We were in our season of nothingness. We were being, we were in our season of being overlooked. But you allowed us to stand. You allowed us to stay. And now because we stayed in our season of obscurity, we thank you that we are entering into our season of prominence. We thank you that because you allowed us to stay and stand in our season of lack, that we are entering into our season of prosperity. We thank you, God, that everything that we have, it is because of you. We thank you that everything that we have endured, it has been because of you. We understand that it is in you that we live and that we move and that we have our very being. We exist because of you. Father, thank you for causing us to be steadfast, causing us to be unmovable, causing us to always abound in your work. We thank you that our season has changed, our season has shifted, but you have been the constant in our lives and 
we bless you and we glorify you. Hallelujah. We thank you. I thank you for this season. A season, God. Hallelujah. Where everything that you promised us is coming to us. And we receive it with joy. We receive it with thanksgiving. We receive it in humility. We'll never forget what you've done for us. We'll never forget the times we didn't have food. We won't forget the times, Father, that we didn't have the money for the rent and the mortgage, but you made a way. We won't forget the time that we didn't have the, the, the resource to do what you gave us to do. Father, but you backed us up anyway. Father, we will never forget. As we enter into this new season, we want to clap our hands and tell you thank you. We thank you that we didn't we didn't die in our season of pain. Come on, come on, clap your hands. We thank you that we didn't die in our season of rejection. Come on, clap your hands. We thank you that we didn't die in our season of uncertainty. We clap our hands. Hallelujah. We thank you that we didn't die in it but that we live through it. We lived to give our testimony that God brought me out. Now that we are here, we won't let a devil in hell make us apologize for the blessing that you have for us. We won't let a devil in hell make us be ashamed of what you are doing for us because they weren't there when we stood. Hallelujah when we wanted to quit, when we wanted to die, when we wanted to give up, but you gave us the grace to stand, and we thank you that our reward is here. Hallelujah. We bless you. We thank you for every season of our lives, every season that has prepared us for this day. We clap our hands, and we say thank you. We clap our hands, and we say thank you. Father, I pray that every man and woman under the sound of my voice. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would strengthen them for this next season. I pray, Father, that you would undergird them, undergird them. Send them the help that they need. Send them the people that they need in this season of their life to fulfill your divine plan and purpose for their lives. I thank you for giving me the grace to stand. I thank you for giving me the grace to pray for others. When I have needed prayer myself, thank you. Thank you for giving me the strength to go on. When I wanted to quit, when I wanted to stop, thank you. I'm here because of your grace. I'm not strong enough to do this. I don't have the strength to do it. I don't have the strength to do this. God, you have given me the strength, and I thank you. Hallelujah. Bless every man and woman that's under the sound of my voice. Give them the strength to stand, and to stay. We pray, Father, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart, may they forever be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, Lord, you are our strength, and you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name. Let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, give God praise. Come on. Let me see that hand clap emoji. Come on, let me see that hand clap emoji. Come on, were you blessed by this word? Hit those hearts. Tap to agree. Come on, tap to agree. Tap to agree. We're sowing this morning. We're sowing a $33 new season seed. For those of you, there's 10 of you, there's 10 of you, there's 10 of you this morning that said, Pastor Morrison, I come into agreement with this word. I come into agreement with this prayer. I know I've been in some crazy seasons, but I thank God that I didn't die in my craziness. I thank God that I didn't die in my uncertainty. I thank God that I didn't quit in my uncertain season. But now I understand that that season is over and my new season is here and I'm ready for it. I want you, there's 10 of you, 
God said, 10 of you have a $33 new season seed, $33, $33. On the count of three, I want you, and listen, don't let your mind talk your spirit out of a breakthrough. I want you to grab that seed. We're going to put that seed in the ground this morning. We're sowing 33. Uh, Get something with a three, and maybe you don't have 33. Get 33, get 13, get 23, get get something, or get your best seed. Get your best seed. Some of you may do double. Make some of you some of you are going to do sixty three. I don't know. Thirty three is what God put in my spirit. If you don't have that, get twenty three. Get thirteen. Get three three dollars and thirty three cents. Get something in your hand. And I want everybody um, on the count of three. On the count of three, I want everybody to go to Cash App Aziza Speaks Life, and I want you to go to SewingWorks.com. And I want you to put that seed in the ground. The cash app is on the screen, Aziza Speaks Life. Come on, on the count of three, I want you to go and put that $33 seed in the seed, that 33 new season seed, 33, 23, 13. There's 10 of you. God says you're going to sow. God bless you, Nikki Dickerson. Nikki Dickerson sold her $50 seed. God bless you, Robin Cunningham sold her 33, 33. Amen. God bless you. Many of you are sowing. God said 10 of you this morning are sowing that 33 seed. Go ahead. Go right now to Cash App, Aziza Speaks Life. Go to SewingWorks.com. If you sow by Venmo, if you sow by Venmo, we're on Venmo at Aziza Speaks. I want you to sow. I want to speak a blessing over. God bless you, Anaya. Anaya Lewis sold her $33 new season seed. God bless you, Vanessa. Vanessa sold her $33 new season seed. God bless you, Tamikia. Reverend, did I see Tamikia? No, that's Tasha. Wait a minute. I need my glasses. <laughs> oh. Nikita, God bless you, sold her, sold her $33 new season seed. Vanessa O'Neill sold her $33 season seed. Tasha Moore so her $33 new season seed. Uh, Caressa, Caressa, did you hear me talking about you this morning? I don't know if you were on, Caressa. I, I told the saints about you this morning. I, I, hope, I hope you heard me. Reverend Tamika sold her $33 seed. Sister Nakia Tuck sold her $73 seed. Amen, amen. Sister Robin Cunningham, I think I said Robin's name already. Listen, Pastor Morrison, this word was for me. God bless you. Somebody, uh, Christine Tyler sold her $33 new season seed. Uh, Pastor Morrison, this word for, for me, but I, I, don't, I don't have it this morning. Listen, I'm, I'm praying with you and for you. I'm praying. It doesn't, listen, listen. When, when we sow, we sow. And when we don't, we, we still trust God. We still trust God. Samantha Washington sold her $33 new season seed. Renita Richardson, let me see. Hold on. Renita Richardson sold her $33 new season seed. Roslyn Johnson sold her new season seed. Darlene Tilly sold her. See, all y'all, I didn't even know y'all was on here. If you sold, if you're still watching, put it in the comments so I can see that you that you were on here. Put sold uh, or seed or say, say something so I know that's you, so I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Mother Dickerson, Nickerson sold her $33 seed. Darlene sold her $33 New season seed. Listen, I love you all. I don't know if you all ever pray for me, but you can say a prayer for me. Say say a prayer for me. But every time I pray, thank you. There you are, Nikia. All right, I see you. I see you. I see you. Every time I pray, I pray for you. Well, it's time, y'all. It's time. The, the prayer gathering is here. I want you all, those of you who can't come, um, I want you to um, be in prayer with us. Um, just be praying with us. Be praying with us and be praying for us. Amen. Be praying with us and be praying for us. Those of you that are coming, I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to hug your neck. We'll be practicing social distancing, but but I, I'll still I'm still gonna I'm still gonna uh, get get my get get my hugs in. God bless you, uh, Reggie. Love you, baby. All right, everybody. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Be praying for us. We got a lot to do. Gearing up. The big day is here. Um, I'm praying over these seeds. I'm praying that as you sow, I'm praying for a quick return. I'm praying for a quick harvest. I'm praying that whatever you need, that God would grant you your harvest in the area that you need it most. Sometimes when we sow, it doesn't come back in money because if you sow but it's a healing that you need, the money's not going to do a thing for you. So if it's a healing that you need, I'm praying for a healing. 
If it's deliverance that you need, I'm praying for your deliverance. If it's a miracle that you need, I'm praying for your miracle. Whatever area in your life that you need it, that's why I'm praying that God will return the harvest on this seed that you have sowed today. I want you all to go back. If you're not connected with us on our on our uh, podcast, you can listen to these podcasts. Um, every Tuesday and every Thursday, you can go to AzizaMorrison.com. You can go to the Apple Podcast. You can go to Spotify and look us up and listen to these words. Get this word down in your spirit so that you can understand your prophetic season. All right, that's my time. I got to go. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Walk with Jesus. And watch this. The Bible is right. When Zion travails, she shall bring forth. God bless you. Walk with Jesus. Shalom. I'll see you on Saturday. Bye-bye.